You are listening to the Full Circle Podcast. Full Circle. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's just sucks that I missed that. That shit is perfect. But yeah, so that's off the record. Nobody ever knows. Perfect. Your secret's safe, bro. But no, nah, you said, what did you say, you, re- you read that somewhere? Yeah, I just, I searched the shit out of it. Like, no, no. I just, uh, basically, I searched something about addiction, and that just, like, threw me into a YouTube just circle of just ads and <laughs> informations and stuff. So I, just, I clicked on this one. I read it all, and then I clicked another one. I read it all. I was like, and they're all actually, and the thing is, like, they're all different, but they're all the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're all, they all have the same information for the most part, but they're all a little bit different. So, like, man, it can't be all wrong. So and I actually thought about that before when I was looking up, like, stuff about it, addiction. It was like, damn, aren't we all addicted to something? You know what I mean? It's like uh, just a matter, I guess, of whether it's healthy or not, or, you know what I mean, like <laughs> what the end result is. But, Absolutely, but, you know, like, if you have, like, and the way they do it is, like, if you have a drink, like, once a week, maybe, once a week, like, one drink for a dinner, that's normal. But if you will go above that, you're, you're basically, you have a problem, basically. Like, mm. like, if you have, like, a drink, if you drink, like, multiple times throughout the week, you actually do have a problem. And if you have, I, I, I'm talking about myself now, like, if you have trouble quitting, like, you know what I mean, like, what's you know what I'm saying, I'm I guess I do because I fucking still drink. So it's like, if you have problems quitting, then you're, like, and all of this, like, all of the different fucking things I was reading, all of them say, like, if you're having problems quitting and it's, you, I don't know. It's just like, if you find yourself going to the store and buying beer or something, like, it's like, you need to seek help. Like, you got to talk to the professionals. Like, <laughs> what's that mean? Like, a, like a shrink? If you find like, yourself going to the store. <laughs> I'm on the way yeah, to the store I mean, I beer. I'm stopping me some help. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm gonna need some help. Hey, man, let me get some help real quick, man. Am I going to the right place, man? Huh? Okay. Yeah. That, that was uh, kind of like a cool little self-reflection today. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about this stuff. Let's talk about like normal stuff, I guess. Because I was going to run into this. <laughs> okay, cool. So, okay, so we're still, still going. Okay, so anyways. So, it's also like... So... You know, my boss wasn't here this weekend. You know, Kylie. You know what I mean? She wasn't here. My boss. Mm-hmm. So, what I did last night, I fucking, I basically did drugs and alcohol. You know? And I spent, <laughs> spent money. And, you know what I mean? It's just like, and I woke up, you know, today, and I'm just like, I'm looking at myself in the mirror like, why? What are you doing? <laughs> We're, yeah. Who are you? What, are you? what have you done with the real person? You didn't have a... Yesterday? Or no, I don't. Yesterday. I don't know. I didn't have it. Like, well, I had it. Okay, so I had it last night, and then like Ashley came and got her like uh, eight or nine, and as soon as she fucking come and got her, I went to fucking Tony's crib uh, and fucking hung out and just did a rap thing and you know fucking hanged out and drank and stuff like that. And then after that, um, that's when I had to I had to get my booty booty cheeks in. I got me I got me some booty cheeks in. Well, not my booty cheeks. Her booty cheeks. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I got those. You know what I'm saying? I, I got some cheeks. And then, yeah. And it was just, so, yeah, it was, it was like just 
for what? I could have literally not have gone out last night. I could have just stayed home. That would have been the adult thing to do. Kylie left. I could have just went to bed, and I could have went to the Y this morning and, you know, kept, uh, you know, kept my head head held high. But instead, I was just, like, all, you know, kind of sad and depressed. Like, you know what I mean? Like, kind of, kind of sad and depressed. Like, man, I'm just doing the same thing I've done my whole life. I'm a fucking addict, pill junkie. You know what I'm saying? I talk to, I talk to myself really, you know, negatively. Like you should, you should hear these near conversations. The near conversations would bring a lot of people down, bro. My my shit gets real. You know what I'm saying? I get legit real with myself. No, man, you shit, man. I, you ain't a dad. Go you ain't gonna be much of a dad when you're dead. Like, man, yeah, I think uh, shit. what's kept me going really is just realizing like it's a balance to it all because I don't think there's a such thing as like I'm gonna stay on the straight and narrow forever, every day, every minute and second of my life. Like I don't. Absolutely. That's the hardest thing ever. Yeah, yeah, just realizing that we're not fucking perfect. So it's just picking ourselves back up and keeping going is really the key. But, you know, and that's the issue is that if we don't see that, then when we when we get down, we, we tend to fucking, like, turn it all the way up and then we go all the way down. Like, we're like, ah, I'm fucking a failure and I might as well just go and do this and that. And, and that's where we go wrong. It's not really the initial okay, we fucked up or we didn't, we're not doing exactly what we planned for ourselves. That's not the real fuck up. The fuck up is more. Well, I like, think, you know, I think the ultimate it. fuck up for me today, like the, the one white so depressing for me, like, oh my God, they can have black and white in front of me. Okay. Because I'm 34 now and I'm just now caring. I'm just now seeing this. So how old am I? I'm 34. So I've had this fucking problem for at least 16, 20 years. You know what I mean? Like, you know, in that rough area, it's like, okay, man, like, wow. Better late than never, but at the same time, it's like, after reading all this stuff, like, you know, one drink a week is pretty good, but, you know, uh, you're pushing it if you, you – and, you know, and, like, I, I read a lot, of, a lot of different things today. It's like, um, if, you, if you go out to a social place, like, ah, uh, let me get a beer. That's, that's – you're, 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 you do not need an alcoholic beverage to um, have a social anything. Like, this right now, like, me and you talking right now, we shouldn't have to drink to do this. Um, you know, and I'm like, man, I've done that before. I was like, ah, I'm drinking, get a uh, drinking uh, wild turkey fucking ginger ale from Sippy Cup right now. So I'm, <laughs> drinking my, I'm drinking, okay, speaking of that, I'm, I'm drinking Mike Carter's purple grape. So I'm, I'm right there with you. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, for the, for the, we don't need it. Just, just for, for, the, for the record, we don't need it to do this. But. And it's like right. all the different psychological things that they they were like other different ads or whatever you want to call them were bringing up. I was like, man, the forums that's the rare forums. I'm just like, man. And it's like, um, if you if you're having a bad day and you need or you want to get a drink to to, to you don't like they went there. They're like, whoa, you, yeah, you can. Uh, they said you can have like one drink to you know have a dinner, but you know if you're having a bad day and you're like, oh, let me get a beer. Had a rough day. That's like its own form of addiction. Like that's yeah, uh. See, I don't see every once in a while. Like I was just talking to my mom about this because my mom, she she fucking, she's been getting worse and worse with this. Yeah, what's She's up? drinking every day. Yo, look at Jimbo. I didn't know we were supposed to call you. I was waiting for the pro. <laughs> oh, no. yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh shit, Jimmy ain't coming. Oh damn. No, but um, yeah, my mom like she's been getting out of hand with this shit and uh fucking but she's always been like that she's just different i guess different extremes and fucking uh i was talking to her i'm like every two weeks maybe i'll have a drink or two like in it it's just we all got our different fucking vices or whatever it's just drinking sure. has never really been mine but 
I don't know. Like every once in a while, I feel like yo, know, I'm about to go. Uh, not say like an interview, but something like you know, you nerves might be I'm on. I'm about edge to do this podcast. Yeah, let me t- take you know, take a drink or something like that. I don't know if that's fucking the end of the world. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I mean it, yeah, like it, it wasn't every it wasn't, day. If it's like yeah, I gotta go to work and fucking do a twelve-hour shift, I mean, and that that was one of the things they did say. Like yeah. if you're drinking alcohol in the fucking morning, it don't matter what the fuck your reason is. You do not need to be drinking alcohol in the morning. <laughs> and they said that for sure. Well, okay, well, I guess I, I guess I'll put that okay. down now. <laughs> what about when we were in Florida and we were drinking at six a.m. because we got off at five a.m. See, and I think that I think that was a gray area. I, th- I do think that's a gray area. But okay, so what, 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 what is daytime for you? What is morning for you? Morning for me, four p.m. So how do you feel? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was reading. Um, and uh, another thing was like, um, you know, like I don't know much of my family, but I know my dad's an alcoholic. I know my fucking uncle was alcoholic. I know my grandpa's an alcoholic. And anyways, so they said that like, um, everybody can be addicted to whatever, whatever. But some people will have um higher um possibilities of being addicted based on their genetics like just like me for instance i have a fucking alcoholic 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 it's all in my fucking genes so i'm higher risk of being addicted to something apparently that's what that's one of the things i read but oh okay to my genes man yeah we got off on a whole another fucking subject i didn't see this coming jimmy but uh um <laughs> what what is addiction you know what i mean or what is not being addicted to anything look like you know and well that, yeah, that's yeah. a whole nother fucking you know yeah, like to know, i don't think there's a single all. person that's not addicted to something you know something you know if anything it's like fucking working out and you know like super healthy yeah. addicted to that i was gonna right. say some some things are just uh healthy addictions or at least perceived as healthy you know because even when working out there's people out there that are uh you know to the extreme you know and not eating any anything fatty or anything like that, you know, at all, you know, constantly working out, uh, anorexic type shit, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, and um, they yeah. said also um, yeah, about they're probably, um, they're like, probably on their way to like some some form of stroke or heart attack from like yeah overworking or stressing herself out about it. And alcohol and drugs, it gives you dopamine or whatever, you know, it makes you happy. You know, so if you do drugs. We'll just use drugs. If you do drugs, um, you know, it gives you X amount of dopamine. Now, obviously, if you do more drugs, you know, your tolerance goes up. So um, they said that you uh, you have um, – you actually lose some happiness. Like, uh, so say you're addicted to drugs or alcohol and say you're stuck on that. And then, um, you know, like a normal person, let's just say uh, Tom over here. Tom don't drink. He don't smoke. He's a normal fucking person. He's not addicted to anything. Um, I'm not, he probably is, he's probably addicted to porn, but we're not talking about porn, we're talking about drugs and alcohol. <laughs> Fucking, um, Tom, uh, don't have no drug or addiction. Um, so anyways, he, he will have, um, great joy in, um, doing something with his friends or something like that. But because of the dopamine levels that, um, you're losing because of your addiction, um, you won't find yourself happy doing stuff with your friends. You're like, ah, I'd rather go drink by mm-hmm. myself. So it's like it's like a whole little thing. Kind of like, yeah, like I read like a lot of resets your damn. Like, oh man, yeah, that makes don't, sense. No, my dope me, no, my man. I'm a but, I'm a streaky addicted person. You know, like uh, video games. Yeah, you know, like video games. When I don't play video games at all anymore, but when 
you know, GTA 5 came out. You know, I played that for a long time. Then Call of Duty played that for a long time. And then just out of the blue, I'll come home from work and just won't play it ever again. You know, it's, it's weird. Right. Um, it's that way with a lot of shit, but, you know, yeah, I'm kind of so I'm like a streaky, I did that just addic- addictive person, I guess. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, sense. I did that with power. I'm with who? Season oh, five Oh, the show. I did. I did exactly what Jimmy was talking about. I watched Power fucking Zero episode zero to season five, and I was like, ah, I'm done. I'm yeah. not watching <laughs> Weird. I don't know if that's uh, considered addiction, but it feels like it. You know, when you're no, yeah, definitely. When you were watching it, or you know, when I was playing video games, it's like, damn, I couldn't wait to get home. Right. Play video games, you know, from from work, and then. Uh, then all of a sudden, just came home from work, and you know, wife's like, "You gonna play video games?" I'm like, "Nah, I'm not playing today. <laughs> Never again." And I haven't played in like a year, so. Yeah. I was when I'm playing when I'm when I'm getting heavy into something like that. It's the same with like watching a show. Like as I'm watching it, I'm thinking like, I, I need, I can't wait till it's over because I can't keep doing this. Like I, I'm, yeah, I'm I gotta, conscious of it as I'm doing it. Like this is fucking way too much, you know, like playing it that's why i can never really get too deep into the video games is because i'm like in order to like really compete especially online i'm gonna have to do this way too fucking much so it's like and i slowly back away from it so my ad i'm gonna have to live this that's what i start thinking too is like i start thinking about how much time i wasted you know when i say streaky addicted you know i didn't play video games after i joined the military i didn't play for like 10 years you know and then i got out started working uh, with you guys and stuff, and then I started playing video games, and then uh, I'd play like three, four months, you know, every day as soon as I got home, take a shower, play video games, and then then I'd start thinking about how much time I'm wasting and what other stuff I could be accomplishing, you know. So yeah. it's just a lot yeah. of wasted time. Oh yeah. But, so sure enough, um, full fucking circle. Yeah, we finally. We finally made it. We've been talking about this shit. You, how long have y'all been talking about it? Since for years. Y'all been making, right? At least, I, at least three. At least three years. Yeah, yeah. So, I told uh, people I, about it, and I was like, uh, I think they've been talking about this shit way before me. But wouldn't y'all talking about like a show or something like that? We were just well, like a YouTube. But I think I channel or whatever. I was like, yo, so, that'd be perfect for yeah. a podcast. But yeah, well, but, uh, you um, know, I think podcast is a perfect way to start. Because I don't sure. think uh, I don't think it's uh, you know you want to start out with a video or whatever YouTube style whatever so get some uh, people that that'll listen and then you can build it from there so but I do so think uh, um, I was gonna say I do think okay. that uh, if it takes off you know then uh, you know we'd have to move to like a not alive, but uh, or maybe even live later. But you know, like YouTube where yeah, try to catch more people. You know. Oh yeah. yeah. But so yeah, it's, it's uh, going to be my myself, uh, Ray, Jimmy, Nate, and my brother. He's going to be on. Um, we're going to try to put that together tomorrow, and uh, we'll be talking about. What are we gonna be talking about? Fucking at the Turkey and Syria shit going on. Fucking the in, impeachment bullshit going on. Fucking what else? The the wealth gap 
and it was mm. some other topic. But uh, so if you're well, listening I gotta, to this episode, you know, stay stay tuned. It'll be shortly posted. You know, after after this one, we'll be talking about all that good shit. But hmm. and I I, uh, I wrote down some I wrote down some topics. You know the. Some things you guys probably haven't uh, really thought about, but uh, civil war here in the United States is a pretty uh, common talking thing that uh, a lot of people are talking about because, you know, people can't communicate with each other anymore. And it just seems like the, the rhetoric coming out of, uh, you know, Washington is, you know, getting getting worse and worse. A lot of people are talking about it. You know, if uh, they impeach President Trump, you know, then uh, even that that uh, uh, umpire in baseball uh, tweeted or, or posted on Facebook that if uh, they impeach President Trump, he's going to go buy a gun and prepare for the Civil War and shit. So, oh, you're talking uh, coming on back. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, school choice I think is a a good topic uh, to talk about. Uh, a lot of people don't understand that. Um, you know, how another that I wrote down is like uh, uncomfortable truths. People want to hear, you know, sugar-coated uh, fairy tale oh, yeah. lies instead of uh, right. the uncomfortable truth about themselves or the country or whatever. Uh, and yeah, personal that, that responsibility. Brings, that brings me to, uh, I was just having a debate on Facebook about, uh, I, think, I think what the topic was, they said, uh, or the post was, uh, directed at black people, it was like, you know, how are you, uh, how can you not accept, like, race wasn't accepted for so long, and we've been fighting for, you know, this equality, whatever, and so there was a lot of heated discussion on that, basically saying that, like, you can't compare the two, you know, like, for, for one, um, and for two, that I believe that that has got, this is going to be controversial for sure. So it's like, I don't even know the fucking, if we should get, get into it, but fuck it, here we go. Like, um, that one, do what the fuck, do what you want to do when it comes to like, you know, you want to have sex with a dude or, or whatever the fuck. But to my biggest thing is, is degrading marriage because of it and acting like, uh, gay, sex is something more than what it is. It's it's really you're getting your, your rocks off. You think it's something taboo about it or, or whatever you're attracted to. That's that's one thing. But sh- trying to force it on everybody, and I think that's the issue that's going on now. It's like they're like, they're basically trying to force it on you. And why would you do with your fucking, you know, sex life or whatever, why that's got to be everybody's business and why they why you should just expect them to accept it is like, and that that ties into what you were talking about with the the uh, the, the truth, uncomfortable you know, truth, like uncomfortable yeah. truth. There you go. It's like that that is uh, something that they don't want to hear or accept that people have a different opinion or a different viewpoint, and and so they they want to force you to change your view to make them comfortable. And yeah, I think, I think it. Funny. I think it has a little to do with that, but also, uh, I really think, uh, you know, coming from some of my experience, you know, being in 
in uh, you know in Iraq that uh, you know when you're fighting something, you know it gives you purpose, and you know mm-hmm. gays and and the LGBT community have uh, fought for a long time to to get recognized, and now they've got it, and now they just don't know how to stop fighting. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, uh, very true. I think they I think they need it for purpose, you know, because now you won, you know, what else, uh, what else, what, can I get? what do you do next? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so then it's like, you, you know, you kind of see your, your, yourself in that fight as far as, you know, this is my purpose. This is my goal. And you think, you know, you're doing something good. It's kind of like, I hate to compare it, but you know, like coming back from, from combat and getting out of the, uh, military you know it's like well now what now what the fuck do i do you know um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i think a lot of them you know they they won uh you know um the right to get married and but they still you know they're like now what you know so now they, they just keep fighting and, and keep pushing and you know do y'all, hear about, else uh, get? Do y'all hear about them wanting to add I guess B and P for bestiality and pedophilia to to the fucking acronym. Yeah, I didn't know if that was true or what. Well, it kind of goes. Uh, you know, people say, you know, the slippery slope. You know, if we allow mm-hmm. gay people to get married, then it's going to lead to you know. Uh, uh, I want to marry me. You know, because uh, you know if, if the argument was two consenting adults should be allowed to do whatever they want and the government should stay out of it. And, you know, most reasonable people were like, yeah, you know, we're a free country. So two consenting adults, if they're, you know, both dudes, both girls, whatever, want to get together and, you know, do whatever they want to do. Who are we to stand in their way? Nobody was ever stopping them from getting together and doing whatever they want to do. But sometimes, like, I struggle making the point that marriage was reserved, at least so I thought, from my perspective, for two people to come together and create a family, essentially. And you create a legal structure and a bond and a commitment to someone who you plan to. And that's because someone said, well, not everybody wants to have kids, but that doesn't mean destroy the platform for doing so. In a structured way that creates a strong family unit, that and yep. it's, I don't know if it just sounds you know like uh, ideology and, and you know, but to me there's a lot more to it that of course we've thrown to the wayside. That that's the that's mm-hmm. the purpose of breaking down that family unit, breaking down that that strength in in society so that you can move in and then easier uh, be easier to manipulate and control society. It makes perfect sense, but uh, it, it's just like with gun control. It's it's it is interesting how they've gotten people on board to the point where, where we now fight for the causes that strip us of our our power and our independence. Yeah, well, it started uh, at least from you know my perspective, seeing it anyway. Is uh, you know they they wanted you know for a long time it was you know you guys can do whatever you want behind closed doors, nobody cares, you know, and uh, but they wanted, they used the argument, they wanted uh, the same rights as, uh, you know, a normal married couple, you know, a man and a woman. They wanted uh, to be able to 
get on each other's insurance, you know, so they wanted to get married. That way they'd get the tax exemption and insurance through work and and stuff like that, which, you know, they pick little things like that that, you know, most uh, rational people are like, well, you know, that makes sense. You know, if they're going to yep. be together, they should at least be able to take care of each other, you know, uh, yeah. Yeah. through insurance and stuff like that. So that's where the big argument came and from from at least my uh, own opinion, I was like, well, you know, they could call it a union or anything like that. You know, uh, they don't have to call it marriage mm-hmm. because, right. you know, it's always, uh, you know, it's offensive if uh, straight people uh, do something and, and gays or, or any other member of the LGBT community doesn't agree with it. It's offensive, you know, uh, but when they want to take something and use it for for themselves, you know, we're just supposed to sit there and and smile and and be happy oh, about it. Sense. Otherwise, we're we're bigots, yeah. you know. I mean, right. So it's it's that way across a lot of lines, not just the LGBT community, but you know, just men and women and white and black. You know, you see the all the outrage with blackface, you know. Uh, people, white people can't put on blackface, you know, it's it's making fun of black people and it's, you know, but uh, so it's kind of like that to me. Uh, How how far out do y'all think, uh, you know, a poly relationship, being able to get married? Because it's funny because even most gay people probably say, okay, that's just too much until this becomes the norm and then that's the only, you know, logical next step. And it's not so far out anymore, you know, like me and all my fucking homies want to get married because that shit would benefit, you know, our, well, that's, you know, roommates. That's what I was saying with the stuff. slippery slope, you know, polygamy, um, you know, kind of opens the door for that. I, I really think polygamy will be the next thing, uh, you know, one guy and two girls or two girls and one guy because they're all consenting. They can use the same arguments that, uh, yep. you know, gay people did is. Well, we're all consenting adults, so you know we can, we should be allowed to get married. You know, who's to say that we're doing anything wrong? You know, so yeah, I think that'll be the next one is uh, polygamy. So uh, as far as pedophilia, you know, you hear that there was a lady that went and spoke uh, about uh, pedophilia. You know, she did this whole um speech about it. I can't remember her yeah, name. I'll have to look that up and uh you know put that out next saying time. It's but, like uh, saying it's uh normal or something like that or that it's uh, Yeah. And as as long as he didn't act on it or something, you know, we shouldn't hate him, you know, but how long can one contain, you know, their their desires, right. you know, that and because that's the same uh same argument I hear a lot with uh homosexuality which you know what you do uh i i still feel that even with uh you know being straight i i don't go out and say yeah i, I have sex with women like i hope everybody's yeah. all right with that like i don't see only women come i, I yeah. do get you know them feeling that they they've been uh, uh judged even even that like we're all judged for something, you know, I don't really get the whole attack on judgment. Like everyone stop judging me. People are going to, I don't know if I've just come to terms with that or that's the uncomfortable truth that I believe there's a lot more 
logic or wisdom in accepting and realizing that that's there's going to be things in life that uh and this is not a not to say like accepting abuse or accepting um any wrongdoing to another person for their culture or that but people will not like you because of your culture that's they're fuck they're right you know in a sense to me yeah. it doesn't make me any difference if you don't like me because of I'm tall or you don't like me because my culture that really doesn't make me any difference but um the whole that the whole the whole this is how they try to compare it to race is that they're being judged or being treated differently because of some because of who they are whereas race is clearly something they have no control over and that's not to say control your homosexuality but where do you draw the line between having thoughts of homosexuality and having thoughts of pedophilia or having yeah. thoughts of mass murder you know they if they have thoughts of mass mass murder since a since a young age do we say that's just who they are yeah you know yeah you got i mean you got to draw a line and that's we've erased most of the lines you know i mean yeah. it does suck you know because it, you can use the pot for example example you know uh people smoking weed you know uh it's not hurting anybody if you smoke weed at the house and this and that you know but you uh you know it's a line that they drew and either you accept it or don't accept it you know now they're changing the line you know but uh they've they've erased a lot of or trying to race a lot of lines. You know, you got to have certain boundaries or certain laws, certain rules, and uh, otherwise, where do you stop? You know, and uh, you know, if you legalize maybe, weed, maybe which won't be that bad of a thing, but then what's next? Or, or is everybody going to go to uh, you know, want heroin legalized? You know, I mean, and maybe not for another fifty to a hundred years, you don't know, but it, it just opens the door for, for other things. So, yeah. you know, me on the, on one hand, you know, I don't, I hope they do away with the law against marijuana because it's better than alcohol, you know, safer than alcohol. Yeah, right. But. Just like in, um, maybe, you know, with stuff like that, um, doing it, it's just like in countries where it's, uh, there's no law or for age on alcohol, they have a lot less of an alcohol problem. And, you yep. know, same with, same with marijuana. It's like we've, it's been legal for so long. So it's, it's developed such a huge, uh, following, you know, to people that they're, it's, it's the taboo in it, you know, that you're not supposed to do it. And, uh, so people latch onto it and they give it maybe more value than it really holds, you know, and it, yeah, if it, if that kind of stuff, maybe if it wasn't legal, we would see it for what it is. And it's like, hey, I'm not doing fucking heroin or any of that shit. You can do it, but why the fuck would I do it? You know, and, uh, I just, I don't know, I keep going. And maybe it's something that we can't see, you know, in a world where there's no laws and you can marry whoever you want to marry. Maybe there's something to that that we can't see now. But I think going back to the marriage thing, I, I can't help but see that God... I was talking to the kids the other day about this, and it was like, the same with food. You know, God created hunger so that we would know to, to nourish ourselves, so that we could live. I think we would have died off 
if we had to figure out figure out through trial and error that we got it oh, <laughs> in order to live. Yeah, you know, it's like you, you can't, we would have died off real quick if we ever even evolved to that point to begin with. Same with sex is that we have that sexual desire so that we can procreate ultimately. And in the Bible, you know, as I get older, I see that, you know, uh, remaining celibate until you're married. <laughs> And that shit is bizarre nowadays. It's like, get the fuck out of here with that. But I see the power in it, you know. And to do anything otherwise, we got to confront that uncomfortable truth. We got to accept or we, we at least got to admit that we're doing it for our own indulgence. It's not, there's nothing uh, righteous in just having sex to have sex. There's nothing, uh, it doesn't lead to, to me, the, um, all in the the end goal is to procreate so that our species continues. It's the only reason we're here having this conversation. So anything yeah. outside of that purpose, we're just fucking around. With, you know, we're just having fun. And so to Kill give time. it that weight and to give it to me, marriage, it degrades what marriage stood for even more than what it already has. And you know I, that's. It, Drawing that line between, I guess, you know, certain things like legalizing drugs and then legalizing the ability for anybody to get married. Because why, why not marry your your dog? You know, what I mean, yeah. I love my to dog. me that sounds far fetched, but why not? Yeah, I love my dog. My dog obviously loves me, so why not? He's loyal. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, people <laughs> have already had the uh, uh, symbolic or whatever uh, weddings. You know, a, a, a female. Uh, probably a year ago, married herself. You know, it's like uh, <laughs> that's hot. I, I don't get why, but you know, they. I think, I think it just has to do a lot with uh, trendy too. You know, like uh, you know, everybody wants to be different, and the trend is to be myself. is as different mm-hmm. as you can be. Kind of like the challenges on YouTube, you know, or or whatever. Uh, they, you know, they started out with the ice bucket challenge and maybe there were some before, but that's the first big that one I remember. Normal. And, and then they, you know, somebody wants to make a bigger and crazier challenge, you know, now let's it's jump out of a car pod. while it's moving and yeah. And Tide pods <laughs> and you know, <laughs> where, where does that stop? You know, kind of like sequels in movies too. You know, the first one is good, Come on, man. but now you got to outdo the, the next one, you know, <laughs> yeah. so, sometimes it just kind of seems like, uh, you know, they're trying to outdo each other or, you know, do the next trendy thing or, uh, you know. Yep. It's, uh, I, I think it just has to do with we're all able to connect and, and put our views out there for every single person to see. And if, you, if you're in your little hometown or, or just your neighborhood or whatever and you put out these crazy weird ideas and – you know, everybody's like, "Well, that's that's weird," or "No, I'm not, I'm not for that," or "You know, that's stupid," or whatever. You know, then you probably take some time and sit back and think about it a little bit and realize, "Yeah, you're right. Marrying myself is just stupid." But if you have access to seven billion people on the planet and you put out there, "I'm going to marry myself," and Two million Cheers. people say that's awesome. I want to do it. Yeah. You, you feel like 
a lot of people are supporting you, but two million out of seven billion is nothing, you know. Yeah, and look um, at the stuff that we really that, that most people support. I was thinking about that at one point too, just the the fact that it's really the most bizarre shit that we give our attention to because it's entertaining. It's not uh-huh. to say that there's something of substance there, that there's something that keeps, that sharing could actually benefit hum, humanity or you know society. It's that it's it's just interesting. We're just like, what the you know what's going on here. Um, and then, like you said, the fact that we're connected to those 7 billion people and we can get that reaction and maybe we're, we're, uh, judging that reaction as validation of some sort of, uh, substance to what we're doing that, Hey, I might be doing something right because 2 million people are looking like that. Uh, uh, catch it looking outside, up to me, you know, yeah. how about that? <laughs> She's like, yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> She's like, yeah, I've got a place in the world, and you know, I'm 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 really uh, doing something with my life because look how many people are following my page and like. Look how much attention I'm getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look how much attention I'm getting. They like me. They really like me. You know, me. That can't, that Nate can't knows this. I've said this. Uh, I've said this a hundred times. Is you know, stupid people don't realize they're stupid anymore. You know, <laughs> and uh, you know, maybe maybe I'm the stupid one. And I just don't realize it. You know, nobody nobody realizes it anymore. Because, uh, you know, growing up in the, the 80s and 90s, if you were dumb, people told you you were dumb. You you know? And if your if your ideas are dumb, they're going to tell you they're dumb. But nowadays, you can you can put that out into the the social media ethos, and you know, there's going to be other dumb people that like it and share it. And if you get two million people saying the same thing that's a it's a lot of people but in the grand scheme of things it's not a lot but it seems to give them validation you know well it's not dumb if two two million other people you know agree with me whereas before if you had a dumb idea you had to what put it in the newspaper uh, go on the new your local news you know and and, and tell them you have this idea and then they would laugh at you you know and not and not put it out there you know you didn't have very many ways to put it out there. Now there's just, you know, an infinite number of ways to get you your own message website out there. Fucking send it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Call it dumb news. D U M N E W Z. Dumb news. There you go. I love this shit, man. I remember. And speaking of like social media stuff, have you heard about uh, Kanye West? No. Yeah, his uh, album. Yeah, he's uh made it, yeah. came out with a new album, uh, Jesus is uh King. Yeah. And uh he's uh found Jesus and turning towards Jesus and Thank you, you know, Jesus. He found Kanye wearing a wearing a Make America Great again hat, you know, it's uh it's like he's evolving, changing and for me it's is he doing it because he actually believes it or is he doing this as another yeah, that, uh, way to make money, you know? Yeah. yeah. yeah Which, that's, that's he's been doing it for a while now, so it kind of seems, and he faced a lot of backlash, so it kind of seems like it's legitimate, you know? Uh, yeah. And I don't know how many followers he has on, you know, Twitter and Facebook and YouTube, but it, it's a lot, you know, which... Uh, More than two million. You know, Oh yeah, yeah, definitely more like than two million. You, like you said, with uh, like you said with attention, I wonder if it's a, a shifting of direction because 
your attention wanes whenever you, you know in a certain uh, lane. You know, if you're you're with a certain uh, gimmick, or even if it's not a gimmick, if it's who you truly are, people get tired of who you truly are and move on to something else more uh, noteworthy yeah. or something that you know grabs their their attention for entertainment. So I wonder if him being the type of person he is. Anybody who's followed him, he's definitely very uh, needy in a sense of that attention and, and all eyes on me. And I'm, I rank yep. even in that, uh, I think one of his songs, he was like, or a post or something I've seen, he was like, uh, I'm the, uh, the most gifted, most talented artist of all. Yep. And uh, he said that in the past, but when people start to move on to something else, maybe he, he needs to move to more of an extreme to, to kind of, rein that attention back in and maybe that's what all this is even if he doesn't know that's why he's doing what he's doing yeah and that's what i was wondering you know i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna go to yet a new height of you know setting myself apart and even that backlash sometimes people like that 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 backlash feels better to them they say that like with the bad bad kids you know sometimes that negative attention feels better than absolute attention Yep. Yeah, just doing it just to get some attention, you know, breaking the rules or the law or whatever. Yeah. Any attention is better than none. And so what, is it, what does he have, Nate? A hundred million followers or something like that? Probably. Probably. I don't, I don't so, know. No, he last time so in for a while. You think well, he's... On Instagram, I don't. he doesn't have any. I know that. For, um, <laughs> he didn't have an Instagram. He hasn't for a long time. But he does have Twitter, I believe. And I, I don't know what yeah. he has on Twitter. So it's, it's probably up there, you know, because I know he's yeah. one of the top followed people. So it's probably a hundred million, close to it. But you think he he uh, what you were just talking about, Ray? Do you think he uh, just got tired of having a hundred million and he wants two hundred million, or so it's you know, funny. And, and this opens up the whole Christian uh, conservative community because most Christian or conservative people weren't following him on Twitter, you know? So you I think, wonder, uh, too, if, if, if because he really wants to run for some sort of office, and then he, he's like, I've got to clean my act all the way up, you know, and, and make a show of it in order yeah. to ever have a chance ever of doing anything to that level. I wondered that, too. And you know, But I don't know it, if that would even work for him or not, you know? Well, even if he's doing it for political purpose or to get more followers or to be even more popular, uh, I think it's going to have so, uh, some good effect. You know, 100 million people that are following him, if he starts talking about, you know, God and Jesus and saving saving your soul and, you know, loving your neighbor and, and everything, you know, I think it's going to have some kind of positive effect, even if uh, two, 2 million of them, you know, uh, decide to follow him down that path and, and find jesus and you know start treating their neighbors better and you know everything i think it'll have some kind of positive effect uh just because somebody so so popular so followed uh is putting it out there some people are going to get curious well why does why does kanye west uh want to follow jesus now let me check this out you know just like anything else any anybody in hollywood or celebrity puts out you know i like to use this product you know and then people go and buy it or research it or get into it you know so 
But to answer your question, and uh, I, I I thought about this a lot in the past, just the whole uh, effects of fame and a person's uh, what what someone would go through uh, going through that process and realizing. Because I, I think a lot of us, even myself, when I was in into music more than I am now, I think at a younger age, a lot of my purpose was is that I wanted to be accepted on this large scale. I wanted everyone to say, wow, he he's really good at what he does. And, you know, like I can really respect him for his craft and what he's put into music. You know, it's like we really, at a high level, that's one of what Maslow's hierarchy of, of needs is acceptance. And so we strive for that until we re- until we realize that that uncomfortable truth that and this is <laughs> I like that it keeps coming back full circle but uh yeah um <laughs> is that the uncomfortable truth is that it'll you the the whole world will never accept you no matter who you are it you everyone their their need, their wants and their their attention it, it shifts it's fleeting it and to no no point ever has anyone on earth ever been accepted or validated by everyone. And I think that subconsciously that's what we're looking for. We want the whole world to say, you did it. You're, you're a good guy. You, great job. You know, and they just, just kind of wondering or pondering on what that does to, to the, uh, uh, to a person emotionally or mentally to strive for that and then to achieve I think it's almost better to never achieve it than to achieve it to the level that some people have and then realize that shit doesn't last. And, you know, even to have 100 million followers, uh, nowadays, especially with new stuff coming out every five minutes, you can have 100 followers, but those 100 followers are literally not checking your page no more once once you're not in the media or if you're not posting something crazy. You're not staying relevant. Yeah, you, you, your page will literally go stagnant with a hundred, hundred followers. There'd be a hundred or a hundred million people connected to your page, but no engagement, no interaction. You'd probably you'd sit there with a hundred million followers, wondering if anyone notices you. You know, like do they even know I'm still here? You know, and that kind of out of curiosity, wondering what that would do to somebody who was really banking on that. You know, and really feeling that that would have gave them the satisfaction they always wanted only to realize that that shit will fade away just as soon as you got it, unless you're constantly feeding into it. And that, you know, may be where people like that end up, you know, where it's like, I've got to, I've got to take it to another level or else. And I don't know if it's just for marketing or for business just to keep the revenue coming in, or if it's like he's still, still hasn't realized that, and he's still reaching for it. You know, one day everybody will recognize me as the genius that I am, and everyone will see what I have to offer humanity, and that I'll, you know, go down as a legend, and everyone will love me and accept me, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, uh, you know, um, for me, you know, and a lot of Christians and conservatives, you know, people say, well, you know, Christianity is not cool. Conservatism, conservatism isn't cool. And, uh, you know, for me, you know, when I grew up, you know, of course I wanted to be a, you know, famous and celebrity. I think most people go through 
sometime in their life that they do, and they want everybody to like them. And, uh, but I think as you get older, and I think this is why a lot of people grow up Democrat, you know, and, uh, and then slowly transition to conservative is you realize that that's not the stuff that's in, that important, you know. Uh, it seems important when you're younger, you know, uh, be popular and cool and everybody like you. And then uh, as you get older, you realize, you know, that stuff's not that important and your your circle of friends gets smaller, you know, and you got closer friends, but fewer of them, you know, uh, fewer friends, mm-hmm. but they're closer friends. And uh, with uh, with always wanting more, you know, more followers, more notoriety, more fame, more fortune, I think it has to do with you're missing something, you're lacking something, and uh, usually I, I think that's, you know, uh, self-worth. And to me, you get your self-worth from, you know, from God and Jesus, you know, and... Uh, and so that's why I'm wondering, you know, Kanye West got to the ultimate level of fame and stardom. There's probably not not even a hundred million on uh, on Earth that has never, at least never, at least once heard his name. You know, um, sure. Uh, out of seven billion, he's got a hundred million followers, but there's probably only a hundred million that have not heard of him. You know, and. Uh, and he's still, if what you were saying, you know, maybe he finally realized he's what he's always needed, you know, that thing he was missing, you know, maybe it was God and Jesus. So, um, right, yes. and because what I see, like what people like him too, what I've seen watching his career through the years is he's got this sense of, which I think is troubling in a sense it's, it's some level of dysfunction to it is to feel that i i ha- i'm such a genius that i have what the world needs i could fix the world you know i think i think i, I forget what i it's almost like a a cancer i don't want to jump too far out there but it's like this uh over active reproduction of even if it's just an idea that it's just that idea keeps feeding on itself and until that idea believes that it's the one idea that everyone needs and then everyone would be better not realizing yeah. that pe- people are different and people's needs some a lot of times exceed your understanding you know that what that person needs at that time there's no way for you to understand what that person needs even if the idea that you come up with seems because what it what it really there's no way for it to seem great to that person it only seems great to you so from your perspective you you think that if they only knew what i knew then they would be so much better but you don't you you have no way of really knowing that and that people like him and that might be the route he's taking now is because he feels if i go this way then then i can tap into uh that bigger picture and then i can give people what I know so so well, you know, and it's not to say that yeah. he, he doesn't have good ideas, but I've always hearing him talk. He thinks he has the supreme idea, and he thinks that oh, if, yeah. he, if everyone would just do it this way, all oh, the world would be a better place. But it would only be a better place for him, and not to say it would right. not be a better place for anyone else. But but 
Right. There's no way I think for any that's that's like any uh, dictatorship or any uh, tyrannical uh, leader has ever thought is that I have the way that we should all do it, and if we just all do it my way at any cost, then you'll see that it's that it's a much better way, and that that in and of itself has got extreme repercussions, you know. And yep, that would be that would be scary to to think that in his attempt to get to that point, he, this is his last ditch effort in a way that you know if I maybe if I take this route, then I can get more and more people on board and eventually yeah. take it to that level where I can get everybody to do what I think we should do, so that they can all finally see that this is the best way to do it. Yeah. Yep, and if uh, yeah, he's not the only one, because mm-hmm. uh, there's a million self-help books out there, you know, and and I think they write those for the same thing that you were just talking about. If everybody just did what I did, they'd be happy, or just believe right. what I believe, they'd be happy, you know. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty interesting to yep. see his uh, his journey, you know. Uh, a few years ago, everybody was saying he was crazy, and uh, you know, I don't yeah. know. Basically, seemed like he was on the verge of being institutionalized, kind of, and then you right. know, basically doing a one eighty, you know, and in, in his got life a church, on everything. He? I, I yeah, he's got a church. He's uh, yeah. yeah, he's preaching and stuff like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a uh, it's a total 180 from where he was uh, to where he is now. And, you know, he's getting old. Uh, so it seems like kind of a natural progression. I wonder if it's, it, there's really not as much money in music. And in, I know this for a fact, actually, is that music in and of itself, and I don't know if maybe it's transferred over into movies now because of streaming, most of the most of the movies we watch are on Netflix and Hulu. Most of the music we listen to is on Apple and Pandora and Spotify. We're not selling albums anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. Movies in the in the movie theaters are still a thing, you know. But I I think people take to Netflix and stuff like that maybe more than the traditional movie and D, for sure the DVD. And that if money, uh, you see it with artists a lot a lot more than it ever has been in the past. They're doing all sorts of other things to, I wonder if it's just to uh, make up for that, that revenue, like selling merchandise mm-hmm. or doing like a lot of producers, they'll do, they'll sell beat packs or sound packages where, Hey, use these sounds that I use in this other beat. So, you know, for 20 bucks and you can make music like me because making music itself is not doing it not cutting it anymore, like with Kanye West, making music, he's got good music, and he's got a lot of artists under his belt, but that in and of itself, you know, if he's like, I got to do something else, you know, and making a church and going down that that path was like his, you know, his alternative, because he just couldn't, and especially with, you know, just talking about, like, finances in, in general, and that people that establish that level of lifestyle, uh, you might think that they could just tap out and, and they'll be fine, you know, they can retire. And they probably could. But what they can't do is keep on that momentum, that path of uh, that lifestyle, and to keep sustaining it, to keep 
being able to fund at the level that they that they're moving once that revenue starts to shrink. And it just seems like a lot of people. I don't know. It was just like a a thought just from watching kind of different people in the music and uh, entertainment in industry going to all these about, uh, different. How most of them, you know, when they retire or slow down in their their uh, music career or whatever, uh, you know, they they can't live that rock style lifestyle for too long. Otherwise, they right. wind up broke, you know. And you're right. There's a hundred examples or more, you know, of, of that. Like, yeah, yeah, stuff that you would think like, dang, you know, they've been, you know, at the top of the, their industry for so long that why, why would they go, and, you know, have to stoop? I guess maybe it seems like uh, stooping. Uh, like some some people, I, I just I don't know some stuff I've seen them do. Like they go to hosting. Uh, uh, talk shows or, you know, stuff that yeah. you would just think, like, is beneath them that they, Why? or maybe it's just Why? perception that they've painted themselves in this light that now, you know, to leave to, to leave from that and to do something that seems beneath that light that they painted themselves in, just from our perspective, seems like stepping down, but maybe they just, you know, want to keep active or keep relevant or just keep, you know, some revenue coming in, but... It didn't. It doesn't seem like it would be like even a podcast. Like I, I've, a few people that I've heard doing podcasts. I'm like, come on, podcast can't be, uh, can't be doing it for you. You know, there's got to be a, even investing. Like, I would think that with that level of money that they should have generated in their in their career, that they could be doing so much more than talk show host or like Kanye with the church. Unless, unless his real intent is to change lives and to you know try to make a positive change through that, then I can understand yep. that. But but there's a lot of money in in church too. So for oh, sure, definitely is. That's why I like smaller Hallelujah. churches. <laughs> That's why you like what? That's why I like smaller churches, non-denominational yeah. smaller churches. Oh, yeah. You know, because it seems like after they hit a certain point, you know, it's it's human nature. Uh, after you hit a certain point, there's going to be some level of corruption, you know. Uh, why do why are pastors flying in private jets, you know, nowadays, and uh, you know driving pastor. around in Mercedes or or Bentleys, you know? It's like uh, you know a regular regular Ford or Chevy would have would have done it, you know, and then you would have mm-hmm. been able to help more people or touch more people, you know, and not in a bad way, right. but you know, yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> Oh man, you're going to catch on me. <laughs> yep. How are you? And it, it seems like, uh, you know, uh, with any group, you know, you get that mob mentality. Uh, you know, you could be, you know, you can be, uh, you know, Christian and uh, you get one guy that's that's leading the church, you know, starts slowly, you know, talking about things that you normally wouldn't talk about, but you got so many people in there, you know, and they're like, well, you know, he's the pastor or the, or the, the Pope or whatever, you know, he must be telling us or leading us down the, the right path. And, and, uh, so then you blindly follow him because you don't want to believe that he's leading you down a bad path. And then, you know, before you know it, you're, t- you're totally 
go in the wrong direction of what you what you should be doing. So some of these mega churches just seem like that. Oh yeah. All right, y'all. Uh, I think we came full circle many times in this in this uh, episode. I reckon you're right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I reckon you're right, buddy. I'm, I'm gonna start a I'm gonna start a Facebook for us, and I'm gonna add you guys as admins because uh, I think that'll be the best place for people to be able to. Because uh, I want people to get up here, I want people to listen, and I want people to talk shit, whatever yep. you know. Yeah. Uh, Share share y'all's perspective. You know, uh, Facebook will be the place to do it, so y'all can comment under uh, our post with all your uh, uncomfortable truths you're not willing to uh, <laughs> to accept, nice, nice. or you think we're just full of shit. We'd love to hear all of all of that. So um, all of that. Um, full circle podcast, and next episode we'll be talking about. We'll get into the. Uh, the uh, Turkey and Syria conflict. Talk more about the impeachment process. Uh, you know, we'll dig into all of that. The wage gap. Uh, there was something else we was, we was going to talk about. I got a list of them, but you know. Um. And then yeah, we, and then we'll get into all that stuff that we talked about in the beginning, the beginning of this episode. Um, but yeah, until then, full circle. Uh, let us know too. Let. Uh, let us know what y'all want to hear about, too, if there's something that we haven't touched on. Y'all want to get Full Circle's perspective on, definitely drop all, all the info on Facebook. It's going to be the place to go to talk your shit, to give us our, your feedback. Um, uh, where you disagree, where you agree, that's going to be the place that we can kind of come together and hash these, these topics out that a lot of people aren't talking about. And if they are, it's uh, it's coming from... Uh, one-sided viewpoint. Um, so yeah, full and the more podcast. The, the more uh, people put their opinions out there, uh, you know, give us ideas on on what to talk about, what people want to want to hear us talk about or or go over. Uh, and some of it, you know, we may not even have any any idea, and then we'll just have to go out there and do some research and and think about it and. You know, put our opinions out there, and for uh, sure, the more more uh, opinions, the more discussion we have, you know, the better we'll all be. Yeah. Yeah, sure. All right, so thank y'all for for being on the uh, the podcast, and thanks for everybody for listening, and uh, we'll holla at y'all next time. Podcast.